0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com/csr to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com/csr for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You are
0: listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome
1: to Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and I'm John David. AD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Evening. Good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm good. It's been a uh, it's been an interesting day. It was kind of slow around the shop, yeah. and I spent most of the day. Uh, cleaning pipes, like cleaning estate oh, pipes, like really? use pipes. I have a really good friend in Alabama and, uh, he sent me, uh, all these pipes of, uh, his uncle that passed away. And, mm. uh, man, just, you know, it's one of these things. He's like, I've got these special pipes and I need someone to ream them out and, you know, polish the stems and all that for us. So, um, yeah, I've been uh, working on deoxidizing some stems and, uh, reaming some bowls out. And, uh, I think I've probably inhaled more carbon dust. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I might have that, uh, What's that? What what's that disease that they get in the coal mines? It's Carbonite. A, no wait, That's from no, Star Wars. No, that's uh, that's Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 the longest. It's that pneumonia, ultra scoliosis stuff. Oh wow! It's like the longest word in the dictionary. Is it is that right? I think so. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I I might have that. Or well, I, or I or I could just have you know. Eating the wrong thing for one. Yeah, that could be the case. <laughs> let's 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 hope for the latter on that mm.
0: one. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, it
1: have been good. We want to welcome you if, uh,
0: for tuning in and, and enjoying this podcast. Uh, you know, one of the great things about this podcast is not only can you tune in at your leisure, podcast style and delayed podcast form. Yeah. But if you want to, you can actually join us live. You can actually check us out at countrysquareradio.com, where lately and I think ongoing, uh, we've been doing the show a bit earlier at six thirty Central Time. Uh now that's around six thirty. Yeah. Uh, and I should mention six thirty in the evening. Yeah,
1: six thirty at night. That's that's central time.
0: I like it. It's the after hour show. We're here in the shop, the uh the lights are dimmed, there's uh, you know, we've, we've kicked out, well, you, you had wonderful patrons that I scared out of the building <laughs> that we've encouraged
1: to leave by screaming at them yeah. and yelling. No, really.
0: <laughs> Excellent service here by the, from the Squire, always.
1: Of course. Even after hours. You get
0: to be the bad guy. It's kind of fun sometimes. You know, I don't, I don't particularly enjoy being the bad guy. <laughs> I just, I'm just myself. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> myself. And why does everyone always run? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but, no, of course, like I mentioned, we we are doing this live. And uh, the great thing is we're doing this live via our YouTube channel. Yeah. Now, we've mentioned the last couple of episodes that we've got a, a brand new YouTube channel that you can find. If you actually go to CountrySquireRadio.com, uh, you can actually click the YouTube link. And go ahead and subscribe to us because we have got a contest going on from now until the end of the year where uh, at the end of the year, for we will be giving away to one of our subscribers two ounces of a tobacco from the Country Squire of your choice. Ow! Right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you? What do? What do they have to do, Bo, to, to hop in on the contest? All you have to do is just go over to you, our YouTube channel. Like like I said, you can find that link at countrysquareradio.com. Subscribe to us and head over to our Twitter account at Squire Radio and let me know that you did that because that's a great way for me to track it and also uh, uh, make sure that I'm able to get back in touch with you. Because I got to tell you, man. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is not my space. Like I, I don't. It's not MySpace, it. no. YouTube is not MySpace. <laughs> that's, that's that's right.
1: It's not My, MySpace. Is not. It's not Facebook. It's not a Facebook. It's not a it's, Zanga. You remember Zanga? Zanga, dude. Wow, it's not Napster. It's a blast from the past. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no man, look, I. Uh, but now I'm I'm still trying to. Yeah, gonna... it's a different like. It's a different setup. It's a different way to interact with uh you know the whole process of putting stuff on YouTube but uh, the the community's different too right? I mean oh, it's gosh. just everything's yeah. just different YouTube's yeah. just a different creature and so we you know we've been on YouTube kind of uh, here and there but now having our own dedicated channel uh, you know it'll be kind of interesting again this is a podcast we're very much a podcast and, right. and want to stick to that but it's kind of a fun way for folks to you know see how the sausage is made and kind of uh, get to hang out with us live while we're doing this uh, which is great so I hope, uh, hope all of you subscribe to our channel Hey, speaking of new things, man, uh, we've been
0: going through a bit of a facelift over at countrysquareradio.com. Yeah, actually, uh, Podestary as a whole has been going through a facelift. Uh, as of, I guess, the day after this episode airs, we will be officially announcing. Although it's, if you kind of do enough digging, you'll find it. Uh, Podestary is no longer a network. Explain. Well, so, you know, in the past, we've been a network of all these heavily niche shows. and yeah. It was kind of this grand experiment for the last uh, two and a half years, and it's been a lot of fun. And we're going to continue to make all those shows. In fact, we're not really canceling any of the shows, but instead of them all being networked together, they're all going to be able to kind of follow their own unique paths. Yeah. And so, Pottery is no longer Pottery Network. It is now Pottery Studios. Right. And in fact, if you go to PotteryStudios.com, you can actually check out the new website and, uh, and see some cool things there. But more importantly, head over to CountrySquireRadio.com, where you'll actually find a refreshed website, it's much more mobile friendly, um, you've got, of course, links to the show and, and links to our YouTube channel. You've got the most recent YouTube video of the unedited version of this particular edi- episode that you can find there. Yeah. And so uh, some cool stuff. You now have the ability to actually socially share our website. Man, that's great. Yeah, which is, uh, I, I feel like I'm I'm catching up with the rest of the it's world. It's almost like it's 2011. I know, right? <laughs> that's so bad.
1: <laughs> it's true. But anyway, so. But yeah, and, and folks can watch us live on CountrySquireRadio.com. Exactly. Right? They can watch us live there that, that night, which is fantastic. So. Uh yeah, that's awesome, man. Good good job on it. Website looks great and uh we, we encourage everyone to go check that out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well we have got an awesome episode planned for tonight uh we're doing a little bit of
0: tobacco talk
1: we are man it's been a little while and uh yeah we thought we'd pull out a tobacco talk episode and talk about what we what we all love near and dear uh here at the squire and the reason why we're here which is uh pipes and pipe tobacco that's right man um yeah so a couple of fun ones to talk about tonight uh the first one i wanted to bring up um this is a new tobacco that everyone is uh talking about uh and it's all the rage it is something that uh was highly anticipated and uh I happen to be smoking it now. It smells good. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, it smells very good. Uh but this is uh from our gr- friend Greg Peace at GL Peace Tobacco. Uh this is Virginia Cream, the Virginia Cream, uh from the GL Peace Tobacco Company. It's got a beautiful tin, mm-hmm. uh very elegant and simple, just kind of what you would know uh from uh Peace Tobaccos and um again kind of that you know signature uh Cornell and Deal style tin that, that you always expect. Um, And it's a real nice packaging as usual. This is a tobacco that was highly anticipated. Really, anything that Greg comes out with is is greatly anticipated. Uh, Good friend of the show. He's always, you know, putting some unique spin on something. And and of course, you know, his prose on the back of these cans uh, just, you know, makes your mouth water and makes you want to go read like Chaucer. Right, right. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, this is Virginia Cream. Let me read this to you. Yeah, yeah. uh, And then I'll uh, let you smell it and then kind of describe my experience a little bit. He says, distinctively delicious. Uh, We season fine red and golden flue-cured Virginia tobaccos with rare condimental leaf, enhancing the result with a subtle vanilla bourbon topping that is never overbearing. Uh, Rare for a blend of its genre, Virginia Cream delivers its aromatic promise from first pull to the bottom of the bowl, while leaving the pipe clean and free of phantom flavors. An all-American blend ideal for Virginia fanciers craving something a little sweeter. Mm. All right, let me see it. Let me Delicious. See. Yeah, open it up. Isn't it pretty? Mmm. And, and it, it, it's reminiscent, the tin note of it is reminiscent a little to me of uh, of Haddo's Delight. Uh, Haddo's Delight, of course, uh, just an excellent, probably my favorite uh, GLP blend. Uh, an excellent uh you know kind of virginia burley perique um and, and and so the note on it you know has kind of those notes of spice and sugar but it's just uh but it, but it's it's not a syrupy tobacco by any means no 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 but at the yeah. same
0: time i feel like i'm i'm i'm
1: like entering into the dessert yeah yeah, I could see that. What what he what he's done here and I really like this, but you know what Greg was going for, um, you know, my understanding is a tobacco, you know, wh- you've got people like me that really gravitate towards Virginia tobaccos, right? Oh yeah. Um too. so I <laughs> I was sitting here the other day talking to um, my really good friend Hensho's, that uh Hincho who uh is a um a a friend of our shop and comes in, you know, all the time, and we're comparing our notes on favorite tobaccos. And here at the Squire, you know, obviously we talk about things like Pirates Alley and Merryweather, and uh, now Fleur de Lis. Uh, lots of real Virginia heavy things, and uh, in as far as mass market uh, products like this, we were talking about. Um, you know, what's your favorite tobaccos? And and our top five were all the same. You know, it was like Orlick Golden Slice, Dunhill Flake, Valen 14. You know, just, we're like broken records. We just find these things and stick to them because they're so good. Uh, recently, I've been mo- smoking also more um, Stokeby Luxury Navy Flake. It's oh, kind of yeah. funny. It's one of those uh, things, uh, you know, that just kind of gravitates towards you. Uh, you know, th- it's got this grassy, hay-like flavor, but also a little sweet. And, and, and I think... In some sense, that's what Greg was kind of going for. People like me and Hinchos that that love a Virginia tobacco that burns really, really clean, has natural flavors. The the sweetness and the flavors are all super subtle, mm. and, and I and I really like that in Virginia tobaccos. Is that you kind of as you smoke them, you kind of you kind of get those subtle flavors that come out as you work for them. Uh, you smoke them slowly, and, and so I think Greg was going for that, but he wanted something that. That maybe would give the Virginia smoker something a little sweeter. Yeah, I was about to say a this li- does, does not sweeter.
0: seem to have a very subtle room
1: note. To yeah, it. no, no, it it doesn't, and and it definitely is an aromatic. And and like he said, I think he described it very clearly on the back of his tin. You know, he's like, th- this is a, it's an aromatic, you know, tobacco. It's sweet from beginning to the the very final ash. You know, yeah, and uh, and that's true, but it's a very clean, clean sweet. Uh, you know, the topping on it is super. Uh, super mellow and just and just real clean so that's cool uh, man smokes great smokes real dry and cool um and i've i've thoroughly enjoyed it i think the you know the reviews are here and there like a lot of folks i I know we've had a few folks in the shop that i think when they were that you see something like virginia uh you know you you think okay well this is going to be a virginia tobacco so they open the tin and maybe it's sweeter than they thought it would be um, but then you've got people who are like, oh, they focus on the cream part more. And they're like, oh, well, th- obviously this is going to taste like, you know, butterscotch or something. And it's like, no, this is this is a Virginia tobacco. So it really is one of those blends that, you know, I think he was going for people that really enjoy the subtlety of Virginia's. Uh, but just want that little added sweetness to it, and, and the and the room note is 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 a nice sweet room yeah. note as well.
0: Beautiful tin. of course. Um, yeah. the the coloring very much communicates the flavoring in that it is kind of that creamy vanilla with kind of a, a smoky little polish to Man, it. It kind of makes me want some bluebell ice cream <laughs> a little bit, right? <laughs> uh, it's subtle, but in in the background of the Virginia cream, just the uh, the the logo and the font is uh, what appears to be some uh, large tobacco leaves that are tied up and, and hanging down. And, uh, around it, you've got actually these, um, kind of this, these vines and, um, what do you call these things? The ribbons, I guess that, are yeah. ribbons, yeah, I guess it is ribbons. <laughs> ribbons flying around with kind of vines growing off of it. At first yeah. I actually kind of, it gave me the feeling of like, like birds singing and and like notes and like actual like yeah. music notes and everything. But, you know, yeah. kind of closer look, it is, you know, these ribbons and these vines, but anyway, ultimately very much kind of communicating that, uh, that, that specialness, the, uh, the creaminess, everything that you're you're talking about, man, very much kind of communicated in the tin. I always appreciate the uh, the you know the attention to detail when it comes to actually you know making these tins and making yeah. them something special and yeah. not just slapping. Well, here's the name of what it's called, you know. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. It's just for me personally, right? You know that that goes a long way into it.
1: That's one thing that adds a really nice touch. I mean, th- th- there's a reason you you know when you walk into a cigar humidor, for instance, if you're a cigar mm-hmm. smoker, you. You know, your your eye is caught by you know boxes that are put together beautifully and, and artwork that's done beautifully and uh, you know and and it's not just always marketing, just throwing a logo on something. It's very uh, thoughtful in a lot of cases, particularly in the pipe world. So yep. uh, you know, our our friend Greg at GLP does that uh, with with excellence. Our you know, I think with you know very much uh scene. Uh obviously we talk a lot about the folks at McClelland and their artwork and how beautiful it is and how you feel like kinda experiencing this tobacco as a um you know, a, a engaging different senses and things like that. Uh it feels really special. Even uh the squire, what's interesting, uh, you know, we for years have had a stamp for all of our tobacco. And, and so, you know, we've got, you know, whenever you order tobacco, we weigh it up and we put a label on it, but then also on the label, instead of handwriting the blend, we actually stamp the blend, you know, it's just kind of written in this, uh you know, real nice script that, you know, gives it kind of a vintage feel, but, um, you know, people put time and thought and effort into it and, um. Yeah. It's just you know it makes you feel like you're getting a a real nice gift. I love that, man. All right. So you're smoking it. What? Out of, out of curiosity, what um what pipe are you smoking out of here? Man, this is a cool little pipe. I, I found this uh, not too long ago, actually, uh, in the back room back there. This is a a, a little billiard, uh, which was a Parker uh, that was they had some Parker rejects, I think, that were done back in the uh, 70s and 80s, and Country Squire basically got a hold of these. And had our uh, name written on the bottom, and so if you can read there on the bottom, it says the Country Squire right, uh, in, yep. in script, which is on the bottom, but just a super light, nice pipe, uh, it's my my kind of shape, real straight uh, billiard that's, uh, you know, super light, small bowl. Uh, nice tapered off stem and um, yeah man it's just a nice nice little pipe. Is it one that you use primarily for
0: aromatics given that this is you know uh, definitely an aromatic tobacco?
1: You know what's interesting is uh, you know I I, I typically don't actually yeah I would typically put just kind of real clean Virginia tobaccos in it and, and that's why you know I, it's a testament to the cleanliness of this particular tobacco that, I've, that I'm putting it in a pipe like this <laughs> because I just you know I don't I don't sense that it's going to really ghost this pipe. I was going to say living
0: on the edge, but apparently not really. Yeah. I mean, (laughs)
1: not, not, not for me anyway. That's good. Well, excellent job, Greg. As always, um,
0: very much impressed.
1: Looks great. Well done. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, if you're in the Jackson Mississippi area and uh, are around, we'd love to uh, let you sample this, uh, you know, so come by the shop and, and take a gander. This one, as well as the other tobacco that we have for tobacco talk today. That's right. Uh, We are going to talk about a tobacco we've never mentioned on the show before. Uh, and it's one of our oldest blends. It's called P.S. Blend. Now, this is interesting um, because this tobacco has been here, you know, for a really long time, and and the reason I kind of wanted to bring it up tonight is that it's it's experiencing a renaissance. It's one of those tobaccos that, like, you know, kind of gets overlooked on the shelf a little bit. It, you know, is, uh, you know, kind of down there on the end in, in kind of a nondescript corner, but Recently, more and more people have been reaching for this tobacco. Uh, somebody call a barista because this just
0: got dark. <laughs> this is a uh, this
1: is a dark tobacco. It's dude. dark, isn't it, dude? Yeah. Right. Uh, looking at the looking at the blend through the jar, uh, Bo, you want to kind of describe it?
0: Um, I mean, honestly, it looks <laughs> like um, you know, when your house burns down, what you might find. I mean, no, it's it's just very, very dark. It looks yeah. um kind of like it's just fermenting in its own juices to some extent. It's, it's
1: all it's all black with a little yeah. bit of uh little bit of brown ribbon uh through it. But basically uh PS blend is really nice. This is a uh w- what is it? Your it's no, something. I'm just I want to dig
0: in. <laughs> no, I'm just excited.
1: <laughs> this is a uh this this is a um uh Cavendish Virginia. And Latakia mixture. So, this is one of those interesting, you know, uh, mixtures that kind of evokes English blends, but also uh, aromatic blends. Some people will call it a hybrid blend. That's typically what I call it. Uh, You could also call it an English aromatic. It's one of those. Hybrid blends kind of in style right now, right? Yeah, I think so. You see a lot of that, you know, uh, blends that feature, you know, elements of flavoring, but also. Uh, you know, also some latakia that is the more prominent, uh, you know, prominent ingredient. So uh, that's where this is. This this blend, it's called P.S. Blend. It was named after a guy called uh, Paul Simmons. Paul Simmons died in 1979. Hmm and this was his private blend. Oh wow. And it it became so popular while he was alive that it made it onto the shelf here at the Country Squire <laughs> and has been even since he passed away a uh, a staple here at our shop. So uh like I said it's one of those blends that kind of have has, has ebbed and uh flowed, you know, during its its season, but um yeah, it's it's really experienced a renaissance, so we wanted to talk about it tonight. Oh, you don't want me to say what it smells like. Oh, right? yes we do. It smells like raisins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no I didn't. <laughs> No, it does have kind of that fruity um, room note to it, though. It, it it's interesting. It, it when you smoke PS blend, it's got a note that certainly has you know you, you know Key is there, but uh-huh. it's yep. it's muted enough by I think the Cavendish and the Virginias to where it's just not, not quite as offensive. Maybe if you're an aromatic smoker to, to some other blends. So um, it's really nice. Very velvety. That's yeah, one, yeah. that's one, uh, one adjective that always comes to mind when I'm thinking about PS blend. It's a tobacco. That's very, very velvety, real creamy. Uh, the exhale on it. It's very uh, plummy with smoke and, and things of that nature. You do get the campfire that kind of smoky, leathery, smoldering, uh, flavor of right. the Latakia, right. but it's but it's very much uh, it, it's very much you know contrasted with the smoothness of the vanilla Cavendish that's in there.
0: Is it the, is it typically that the darker the tobacco, the the bigger the plume, so to speak, with the comes with the smoke? Or where does that come from? You
1: know, I am not I, I don't necessarily associate it with you know the color of the leaf. I think uh, you know just different varieties of leaf uh, tend to do that anyway. Right. I I personally experience that more. Uh, with a Cavendish, but I, I tell you, where it shines for me, the pluminess of a smoke is uh, is Burley. Uh, bur- Burley, oh sure, now, yeah, Burley just is prolific in its smoking. You know, it, you just get tons and tons of smoke when you when you exhale a Burley leaf. Um, you know, Latakia, interestingly enough, at least from my own experience, is more uh, more of a subtle smoke. It's more of a wispy, uh, kind of subtle. You know, as far as the physical smoke that you're looking at. Uh, that's from my own personal experience. Other people might might have experienced something different. Your but, mileage might vary. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know that that's but th- this is a blend. I think with the Cavendish that's in there, uh, it's just a real nice velvety, mm-hmm. uh, creamy blend. It's got a lot of a lot of good notes to it, and it's a good blend for you know if you want to uh, fill the room up with something that's certainly robust, but but also pleasant to smell.
0: Well, that's good, man. I mean, yeah. looks like a beautiful—so you mentioned this is actually, you know, one of uh, a longtime customer of the Country Squire whose blend has this uh, staying power. That's right. Um, you know, and that's—you know, there's a, there's a couple of other people honored to be up on the wall here. You got, of course, Bowser's Castle. Bowser's Castle's Hunting there. Hunting Creek also. Hunting
1: Creek, uh, Parsons Blend, yeah, of which course. was uh, made for our, our, one of our local Anglican priests and um, yeah, I mean, there's been others too over the years. Uh, you know, folks have helped out develop different blends just by giving feedback on this and that.
0: Does Bowser's Castle? You think it's got the same kind of staying
1: power? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, a guy the other day, you know, got on the internet and ordered a pound of Bowser's Castle. No way. From from CountrySquireOnline.com. No like way. That, that's that's intense. Yeah, like that. I mean, a pound. You're not messing around with that. Bowser's that's Castle. that's committing. Like, do you know how much Latakia is in a pound of Bowser's <laughs> Castle? Like A pound of Latakia. At least a pound of Latakia, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pound and a half of Latakia per pound of Bowser's Castle. Right. right. <laughs> no, but wow. it's, uh, it, it's cool to see these things develop. Paul Simmons was the uh, he was the owner of a gift shop that was just right next door here at the Quarter Shopping is that Center. Is right? And, and, you know, he was a pipe smoker and came in here all the time. Obviously, his shop was next door. And uh, this is a guy that died, you know, 35, 36 years ago. And his blend <laughs> is still on the shelf. And uh, and you know people come in and and ask for it regularly and uh like like I said right now it's kind of going through a renaissance man what so a great legacy it's a it's a fun it's a fun thing That's yeah awesome. we uh, we hope to see more of that Well, great well P S as well as
0: uh, the Virginia cream they are here at the Country Squire yep. so if you are local come on by get yourself a sample let them know you heard about it on the Country Squire radio and uh, and yeah and it's a good thing to do you know we love when actually people you know not only come by and sample things but yeah order things from the Country Squire online. That's a great way to to kind of help support the show. Another great way is actually by going over to Audible. You know, If you go to audibletrial.com slash CSR, you can get yourself a free audio book, which is a good thing to do because, man, if you're smoking your cigar, you're smoking your pipe, and you're kind of on the road or you're uh, kicking back at the house, wherever you might be, uh, chances are you like listening to audio. In fact, I would even wager, based on many of your responses, that you're probably puffing away in your pipe while you're listening to this podcast. You <laughs> can also be puffing away at your pipe and listening to some great audiobooks when you get done listening to this podcast. If you head over to audibletrial.com slash CSR. That'll get yourself a free audiobook for signing up with them, and it also helps support this show. So go ahead and do it, audibletrial.com slash CSR.
1: Pipe Question of the Week Pipe question of the week. This week is brought to us by Lane One Q. Oh man, yeah,
0: yes, it's sir. that time
1: of year again too. We always like pulling out Lane One Q uh, here in the fall. It's something that uh, you know. It's a blend that is is sweet. It's certainly sweet, but it's not overbearingly sweet. And it's kind of a nice transition from that summer heat uh, into the fall, where mm. you want something that has a nice tobacco flavor. Uh, and and uh, yeah, Lane One Q is just always a house favorite.
0: Man, I'm telling you, this is a great time to get it. Not only for the weather, but you know th- this th- this Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. And so as you're going, you're traveling around, you're getting with your family and you're uh, connecting with all of them. You know you're gonna need to slip away and get yourself some Lane one Q. Yeah. <laughs> Look, sometimes it's great being with family, but uh, it's also great kind of uh, taking a
1: taking a break and, and 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 keeping the peace both internally and externally. That's right. And, and, and we and we hope our our friends at Lane and their uh, creation with one Q can uh, can assist you in that. Absolutely. Pipe <laughs> pipe question this week comes from Morton S. Morton S. writes. He says my
0: pipe collection has come to be ten pipes and counting. I love them all, but still I love one more than more than the others. And it is the one that I pull from most often. Yep. So the question is, how long do I have to rest in between smokes? Do I rest it between every bowl or do I smoke it all day and then leave leave it to rest? Uh, if so, how long? I smoke about one to two bowls during the week uh, and then four bowls a day in the weekend. Happy puffing from Morton. This great. is a great
1: question. Great question, I feel your pain, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, pipe pipe collecting is, is one of these things where you get this, you know, broad thing of pipes. You're like, oh, I got a rack now full of pipes, and I get to collect all my pipes. But why do I keep reaching for the same one, <laughs> right? <laughs> over and over. And, over. and it's, it's one of those things you find a shape or uh, maybe a bowl size that's just very conducive to— enjoying a certain blend that you prefer at certain times or whatever. And, uh, and, and you're tempted to always smoke that, uh, that, that pipe, you know, and, and, and so I understand that. Um, that I think that's why my Bing's favorite look like, looks like it got <laughs> run over by a car, uh, because I, I'm i so bad about, uh, you know, constantly reaching for it. But, um, yeah. So what, what I would tell you to do again, try to try to rotate your pipes. Uh, you know, is, are you going to smoke one pipe all day long? Um, if you're going to smoke multiple bowls a day, I would probably tell you to not do that. You know, I'd probably smoke, uh, smoke one bowl uh, per pipe per day. Uh, that's kind of my go-to rule now, you know, can you fudge here and there on that depending on, well, you know, this is the only pipe I got, or, you know, I don't think I worked this pipe too hard or I only smoked a half bowl. So maybe I'll put a whole bowl through it. Um, you know, good briar can handle it. It it, it can handle it. But, you know, if you do work a pipe relatively hard, you want to give it a ton to rest. Right. Uh, it needs to breathe. It needs to dry out, uh, and it needs to cool down. And so, uh, you know, I would give it the opportunity to, to do that, let that cake solidify in the bowl. Um, you know, my kind of rule of thumb is, you know, I don't smoke a pipe more than once a day. Um, and then on top of that, I, I like to let it sit at least a day before I smoke it again. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you're going to, you know, be a twice a week pipe smoker, then, you know, your you're Savinelli or Peterson or whatever can handle that. Yeah, you, you have know, plenty it, of time in between. It, it does, you know, and that's something that, that can work itself out. But I wouldn't spend, if I were you, uh like like for instance on your weekend rotation where you're smoking looks like Morton says that, you four, know, bowls a day. four or five bowls a day. Um I, I would I would certainly mix that up. Yeah, I would I would definitely, you know, if you're gonna do that, at least at least use two pipes for those four bowls and, and you know, preferably four. Uh but it's something you wanna, you know, try to uh you know, allow your pipe to to rest because uh you know the more you take care of it it'll it'll serve you better and you wanna you wanna keep your pipe as one of your favorite pipes that's the thing like mm-hmm. you can't overwork a pipe and and burn it out, and so um you know take good care of it and uh so it'll continue to be one of your favorite pipes the The goal is to find other pipes that uh you feel that way about yeah and, and so continue to you know find pipe think about the pipe that you that you have there and what you like about so much, about it so much. Be real deliberate about your, uh, you know, understand of the feel in your hand and Mm. the texture of it and, you know, the bowl size and the weight and how it hangs in your mouth. And think about exactly what it is that you like about that pipe so much. And then, you know, try to find pipes that, that mimic that. Uh, But also, you know, try to, try to smoke things that are different because you just don't know you might uh, find the total opposite as pleasing as well. So. You know, it's funny because I, I think about the
0: collector mindset, and um, I, I want it all. Well, no, it's it's not even necessarily that, but I know for me, like I want all of my pipes to be drastically different. Yeah. But okay. You, but you're exactly right. If I wanted to kind of switch out what you know beyond what my go to pipe is, then I would need to get something that was very similar. Yeah. Which is very contrary to the way my mind works yeah, when it comes and, to buying and, pipes. And
1: and and yet you know, let's say you know I've got the straight billiard here, which if you know you see me smoke a pipe, you know I'm just a sucker for a straight you know, billiard style pipe. Um, And so it's, you know, one of those things where you reach for it and, you know, it's a straight pipe, so you're not really thinking about it much. But, you know, that one time I pull for a super bent pipe, um, you know, I might be able to, you know, enjoy it in a way that I didn't my other pipe.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. You know, the one thing uh, that I I can really kind of relate in this one space, because, you know, you know me, I I don't smoke nearly as often as you do and, and not enough where it's really this um, a problem with me except for when I go fishing. Right. Because when I go fishing, I'm out there for hours. Right. And I'm smoking my pipe sometimes for hours. And so I, I you know, it used to not be as big of a problem. Um, until I started fly fishing. Until
1: you fl- until you fly fish. Right?
0: Well, because that's the thing—you go out there, you're surrounded by water. It's not like you can just, you know,
1: <laughs> like you're not sitting on the <laughs> bank and everything. You're very much. Oh, stuck. let me run to my Humvee half a mile away, and the know, less you have with bike. you, the
0: better. Right. Uh, however, if you think back to one of our more earlier episodes that are is deep into the archives at CountrySquareRadio.com. Um, we talked about pipe smoking and fishing, and we actually—I got a recommendation from—I want to say it was a Reddit user, yeah—who uh, mentioned what he does is he pre-packs a couple of different pipes. You know, I remember that. Yeah, yeah
1: that was a, that was a great tip.
0: And so, you know, it's it's great because I completely forget every single time I go fishing, but now I'm gonna, I'm making myself a mental note to not forget in the future to actually pack a few pipes. Yeah, because uh, even with me now with the fishing vest. I've got the long strips. I've got four long strips uh on either side on the vest and I can actually pack a pipe and put one in each. So Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you got to be good there. But like anyway,
1: it, this is a great question. I think, you know, the moral of it all is, you know, rotate your pipes, be kind to your pipes, let them breathe. Um, you know, again, my kind of thing is, you know, no more typically than one bowl a day if if not, you know, let your pipe rest a little bit throughout the day. Um and 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 find some other pipes that you're crazy about. Find some other pipes mm-hmm. that you can kind of mix it up with and uh, I promise you, when you get to, you know, 40 pipes, you, you know, the, if, if if it's 1 in 10 right now, then by the time you get 40 or 50 pipes, it'll be 4 or 5 by then. then yeah. that, that, that'll that be good. Great question, Morton. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for sending that in. And if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in at csr at com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more
1: protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Quick, quick fire, fire with the squire.
0: squire. Quick Fire questions. All right, now, as you recall, last week, we were going through some Quick Fire questions that Steve Davenport sent in to us, and he was combining three of his favorite uh, movies and franchises, which were Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. Right. I mean, this guy, guy after own heart,
1: really. Yeah, I mean, the, the what more banner you know incredible series could you think of than those all right so we're we're carrying on in that tradition here palpatine or saruman okay palpatine of course the emperor uh right is, is palpatine the emperor That's in, in, in star wars dead you know? into the dark side yeah i mean they're both like just you know completely overtly evil just pure evil in its purest form you know and, and it's funny you think like you, you, these are people that like i just had this thought you know like you, yeah. you're in the midst of you know you, let's say you are emperor palpatine or you are sauron like are are you, are you proud that you're evil <laughs> uh yeah these, these people are proud that they're evil you know it's they th- don't think of themselves as good and the other people like he's he's telling you no join the dark side
0: right right right
1: right it's not the it's not the <laughs> we think it's actually the good side that's like no
0: Actually, it's really interesting now that I think about it. There's a book um, called I think it's called Darth Plagueis that's actually the origin story of Palpatine and talks about his yeah. his Dark Master of the Sith. Yeah. And uh, it's it's described to Palpatine uh, by his master that the dark side is a virus through through which you would never want the cure. Like wow. it literally eats away at you. You have to give yourself wholly to it, and it will destroy you in its making you more powerful like it, it there Dude, is that's no, out of control there's no like misconception when it comes to palpatine <laughs> like he he is he's all full in. on into it yeah absolutely and I, of course oops <laughs> and of course Saruman, same thing yeah yeah I, I i don't know personally i'd i'd have to go with palpatine on this one i think this is so tough that's man. a tough one um you know actually i was having a, a discussion with a buddy of mine recently we were talking about kind of this idea of you know learning the origin stories of villains and, Right. and when you do this you know sometimes it can actually make the villains more complex But sometimes it kind of takes away the teeth. I mean, Star Wars is a great example if you look at what they did with Anakin Skywalker and the prequels. Um, And so, you know, it kind of doesn't fully take away his teeth because Darth Vader is just that iconic, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to necessarily see the Dark Lord of the Sith as uh, this, you know, let's go get him, you know, blood racing kid. Right. Uh, And so, you know, the beautiful thing about both of these characters is even though their origin stories have been told to some extent, they still keep with this mindset that these characters represent pure evil. There's no they turn. Yeah, they have always been pure evil. Right. Um, and so I, it's it's tough. I want to abstain from answering honestly, <laughs> um, because I don't. I, I mean, I think I have to give it to Palpatine. I think I have to give it to Palpatine. I, I I'm for that. Okay. Yep. Uh, next up, a little bit easier.
1: Stormtrooper, stormtroopers or orcs? Stormtroopers. Okay, they they're the okay, orcs are evil. You don't want to touch them. Mm. Like but they're kind of effective somewhat in battle. Yeah. Like stormtroopers are just ridiculous. They they've got this like, you know, kind of marshmallowy, you know, <laughs> uh Michelin man thing going on uh-huh. and they can't hit anything. Not not worth anything. And yeah. and and you kind of would like to meet one, right? So like I you know I mean, I'd hug a Stormtrooper. You, you have
0: hugged a Stormtrooper. I did. Trooper. I did recently. Oh, I was so mad at you when I saw that. Yeah. that's You know, when Stormtroopers walk into the Country Squire- Yeah that is when something should click in your mind that says, you know what? I bet Bo would like to know this is happening right now. <laughs> you know
1: what? Just, if you find stormtroopers anywhere in the You sea, know what? I'll tell Bo that, that the next time I see him. No, oh. that's not good enough. Oh, <laughs> man. You call me and
0: be like, hey, there's stormtroopers in the shop. You want to go You
1: know, have a pipe with Darth Vader? I drop what I'm doing, and I head all the way over just, here so I, as soon as possible. I, yeah. I mean, I, look, everyone loves a good stormtrooper. Uh-huh. I don't know. They, and, and they're not particularly threatening. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, you know, I... Hmm. They can be threatening. I think
0: actually something that um, I'm kind of expecting J.J. J. Abrams to do yeah. with the newer uh, Star Wars films is actually take the stormtroopers and really bring them back to this idea of this scary, you know, force that's a, that is that is a force to be reckoned with. I don't know if you've seen that one uh, new teaser where um uh, John Boyega's character he's standing out there in the battlefield and he's got the lightsaber and a stormtroopers looking at him and it like flicks his arm and a freaking battle axe comes out of his arm Whoa. like a Star Wars you know laser battle axe looking thing okay, okay. and he's about to toss down with John Boyega who's got a lightsaber and it's like
1: <laughs> you know
0: so I mean it's just awesome but anyway I think that the uh, the stormtroopers are about to kind of you know get their teeth back a little bit um yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to give it to the stormtroopers. Though. I was about to
1: say, you say all this, and you're going to say orcs. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh,
0: orcs, and specifically the orcs of of Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, yeah, scary bad guys, especially the Urukai in particular, who are just kind of you know created to be these evil, brainless monsters. Yeah, um, with without any kind of redemption path. I think stormtroopers are actually more complex, especially if you kind of get under the mask, uh, which I think we'll see in the new upcoming movies. So, stormtroopers. All right, and last but definitely not least, and I don't know how on earth these characters are comparable Captain Jack Sparrow
1: or Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, I don't, I mean, uh, Gandalf, but, but like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, we, and we, we love the pirates, you know, uh, you know, ethos and all that stuff. I mean, we, we love the pirate stuff. I mean, we, we do, but, uh, yeah, Gandalf. Yeah,
0: I would actually, if I was to pair up these two, I would actually say that Captain Jack Sparrow would be more of a Han Solo. Yeah, from those three films. Yeah, that's fair. I being like more that. of an Obi-Wan. Um yeah. actually if you look at the the uh Pirates of the Caribbean, you had the um Orlando Bloom character which was kind of the Luke Skywalker orphaned child who's wants, you know, dreams of bigger adventure and everything sure. else and then you have the uh the daughter of of you know, the bureaucrat or, or the mayor, whoever, whatever he was, is kind of the Princess Leia who's a damsel in distress, but not really because she can kind of handle herself. Right. Uh, and then you have kind of the swashbuckling guy that kind of gets thrown into this and, you know, brings along these heroes. Or actually, in Star Wars, he goes along with the heroes. In uh, Pirates, he actually, you know, leads the heroes to some extent. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Jack Sparrow would be much more of a Han Solo, I would think.
1: You know what though, Jack Sparrow and Gandalf have in common?
0: What's that? They both smoked a pipe.
1: They did both smoke a pipe. They both smoked a pipe. That's
0: true. Now, Jack Sparrow, I don't think he ever smoked on screen, but. Did he not? I think in the novels he did. I don't think he smoked a pipe on screen. I'm just going to believe that he was a pipe smoker. Yeah. His dad was, right? Like, when he goes to meet his dad in the bar, and I want to say on Stranger Tides, I think his dad was smoking a pipe. But anyway. Interesting stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, we agreed on everything. So you either win or lose based on however we decided that works. <laughs> uh, but great questions. And, hey, if you got some quick-fire questions for us, send them in CSR at potisteri.com. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener feedback. feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback. We've got a great email in from Wes
1: Brown addressing something from an earlier episode. You want to go ahead and read that for us? Yeah, I'll read that from Wes. Uh, Wes says, I wanted to comment on the pipe question from a few weeks ago from Rob Forbes, choosing a tobacco to smoke while out hiking or on a walk. Uh, one smoking cadence can vastly change a smoking experience with a given tobacco. Uh, if you're out walking or hiking, your cadence is bound to increase. That's a good point. Uh, this could lead to Virginia's smoking hot. Uh, for that matter, any tobacco. When I'm out working in the yard with the pipe, it's in a cob, uh, and I'll burn whatever I feel like smoking at the time. And yes, my cob can get hot, but so what? I don't mind burning out a $10 cob versus <laughs> one of my briars. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if, you're looking for, if you're looking to go hands-free, uh, pipe selection is important, of course. Uh, you sure don't want to clench a heavy briar. Hope y'all are doing well. Tell John David hi. Keep the briar warm. Uh, that's our friend West from Austin, Texas,
0: man, West. Great, uh, great feedback right there. And I love that. I love getting you guys thoughts on, uh, on the pipe questions. Don't be afraid yeah. if we say something during the pipe question that you either want to correct us or chime in, just kind of giving your two cents. This is a great forum for it. So be sure to send those in to us. All right. And on iTunes, we've got one in from Davey O'Hill. Well done. These fellas have created a tasteful and informative podcast. I'm a pipe smoking noob and this podcast has grabbed me by the shoulders and pointed me in the right direction. These boys speak passionate about more than just tobacco and pipes and present an entertaining and listenable show. (laughs) Uh, Drop a Thomas Morton or Thomas Merton... Soundbite, and you have my attention. <laughs> nice job, Bo and JD.
1: That's great. Hey, Davey, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, yeah, any the more Thomas Merton sound bites we can drop on the Country Squire, uh, that that's just that's just good for your spirit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, good good feedback. Couple other things I'd like to mention too. Uh, Hoctor the Love Doctor, our good friend on Twitter, he says, uh, regarding our topic earlier, the question earlier says, I've also he- heard to rest a pipe the same number of days as the bowl you smoked in it. Okay, so he says, therefore, if you smoke three bowls a day in a pipe, then you let it sit for three days. Uh, you know, so if you smoke two bowls a day, then you let it smoke oh, for two days. You just let it sit for two days. So, yeah. um, you know, I I think that might have some merit to it. You know, obviously, the more you work your pipe, uh, the the longer you want to let it rest and, and heal up. And so I think that's wise. Uh, good buddy Ed Dupree here in Jackson. Um, let me see if I get this right, Ed. Uh, we were talking about our, our uh, longest word in the dictionary for black right, lung. Right. Uh, he, th- th- this is it. You ready for this? Hit me. Pneumono ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis. <laughs> 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 I think I have the black lung. I've off. got the black <laughs> lung. <laughs> Ed, thank you. Uh, I, I, my. my I just grew in wisdom tonight. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know what? And if you grow in wisdom on this podcast,
0: I think uh, I
1: think that's uh, a job well done. I can tell you that nothing at the country squire. Regardless of what it does to you, will ever give you pneumono ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis.
0: It's <laughs> good to know. Unless we ever convert this place into a coal
1: mine, yeah, which, we, which <laughs> no. we're not planning on doing.
0: Well, hey, man. Um, you know, before we sign out and give contact information, we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. We hope that you're all having a, a you know great plans ahead. You have a lot of good food and and safe travels. John, David, uh, you got any plans for Thanksgiving?
1: You know, I'm gonna be here in Jackson, uh, hanging out with my uh, aunt, uncle, cousin. And, uh, you know, other family members. And, uh, man, just looking forward to it. Always watch the Lions play football on Thanksgiving Day. Really? Because the Detroit Lions always play football on Thanksgiving Day. No, It's just a thing. I don't know why, but that's what our family does. We watch the Lions play. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously our big in-state rivalry, uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, will play the Battle Mm -hmm. for the Golden Egg uh, this coming weekend. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, not on Thanksgiving. Not on Thanksgiving. It used to be on Thanksgiving. When we were growing up, it was on Thanksgiving. But uh, the Egg Bowl now is uh, on Saturday. Fair so, uh, anyway, go dogs, unless you're of a uh, rebel persuasion, and then hottie totty. Unless you don't care, in which case, I'm going to be watching the parade. Unless in, in, <laughs> in which case, your name is Bo. Uh, but the only one in
0: Mississippi who does not care about that game. That is probably accurate. Uh, but yeah, no, man, I'll, I'll be uh, waking up early watching the parade with uh, my girls and my wife. Yeah. And- Uh, Then taking everybody uh, over to the uh, parents' house and getting a lot of uh, good turkey, making my uh, my grandfather's recipe for cornbread, cornbread oyster dressing. I've talked about that on the show before. That sounds
1: dangerous. I'm I'm
0: I'm looking forward to it, man. It's uh it's a special time of year, and um you know looking forward to some good food and uh, and enjoying my pipe afterwards.
1: Yeah, man. I I think PS blend uh, and probably some Virginia cream as well are both on the uh, on the docket for thursday afternoon
0: well you know especially that ps blend if you heard about it on the show you want to try it and you're not local be sure to go to the country squire online.com where you can find that and more great products that you've heard on the show also be sure to keep up with us be here for the live show uh, if you are able to do so we do it live at 6 30 p.m central time uh, that is uh, 4 30 pacific 7 30 eastern uh, and of course you can find that at country and you can engage with us during the live show or beyond. You can follow us at squire radio on Twitter. You can follow our personal accounts at the real Bo York for me.
1: I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire. And of
0: course, all of the links to that social information and more can be found at the newly revitalized countrysquireradio dot com.
1: It's so beautiful.
0: It I think it looks pretty. It good. It looks great, but Yeah, it looks great. We got a new look for a new year. I'm 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 looking forward to it, man. Yeah, man. A lot of great
1: things to come. All right, man. Dude, I had fun. Let's go up. Any any time I get to talk about some of my favorite tobaccos on air. Oh yeah, dude. I, I just have a good time.
0: Tobacco talks are always fun.
1: And like you said. Let's go have a night. See you, brother.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.